0: This is Make It
1: Curry. Make It Curry. M. I. P. With Massimilia Matfumo. Mark Thompson. Make It point. Get Woke.
2: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com.
0: Folks, you know, for the entire year, we have been doing a countdown to the midterm elections with our good, good friend, the Reverend Mark Thompson, host of Make It Plain. And, you know, we were able to talk, Mark, I believe it was the day, the day of uh, the final day to vote for midterm elections. Um, Now the results are in and not only are the results in uh in general of where we stand as Democrats in both the House and the Senate, but we have just completed what feels like Georgia's 17,000th election that it has had. Uh, over the course of this year. So I just want to get your initial thoughts on, you know, based on all of our conversations that we have had, how you think things have turned out and how you feel about it.
3: Well, first of all, uh, it's always a pleasure to be here with you. And yes, um, first, you have to congratulate um, Georgia voters for once again, um, Black voters in the South and some white voters even for saving America. Hmm? Uh, I went over the course of the past week, spent several days in Georgia canvassing with Black Voters Matter. uh, And I felt as though I had to do it. My conscience would not allow me to sit idly by with the risk of my people waking up Wednesday morning and Herschel Walker being in the Senate. I just Mm. could not live with myself. So I had to do something, as others did. As a matter of fact, my contribution to what Black Voters Matter had already been doing in Georgia was just a drop in the ocean. But I was thankful that they allowed me to participate with them and go out and meet voters and talk to people and encourage people to get out to vote. Now to be clear, you know we operated um, under nonpartisan auspices. But <laughs> when you when you get people to vote, when you say the people, this is your sacred, blood-stained obligation to do this. They tend to vote the right way. Um, one woman even on Tuesday, we engaged. She kept asking me, "Well, who do you want me to vote for?" So I can't really tell you that in this capacity, but I don't know who to vote for. I said, well, just vote. And then I said, you you don't know who to vote for? And then she looked at me and she says, well, I know what I want to vote for. I said, well, then you need to act on that. You need to vote. The fact of the matter is, and I don't think we say this enough, so I'm going to say it as much as I can. Ladies and gentlemen, when one doesn't vote, you are still voting. Because you're helping the person whom you might not want to see in office get in office because you haven't cast your vote for the other person, the right person, the person you've chosen. So when that young woman said to me. I don't know who to vote for, but she knew who she didn't want to vote for. That's when I explained to her how important it is to vote. And I've been saying that to everyone when you don't vote. You are actually voting. When yep. people don't vote for Joe Biden and they just assume he's gonna win, you're casting a vote for Trump. Objectively, those of us who represent the progressive community, whom also intersectionally represent what Dr. King called the beloved community before he died, the 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 assignment, the moniker, the designation that got him killed. We are in the majority in America. African-Americans and Latinos, all people of color, indigenous people, LGBTQIA, the working class, youth, women, obviously. Um, We are in the majority of voters. So if we all vote, then we win. When we don't vote, we don't. And those non-votes go to the benefit of other people. So um, uh, I was was thankful to be a part of that. Uh, it was exhilarating, although an exhaustive experience. I still have not caught up on sleep. I was on a Zoom when I got back home. flew flew back in a six a.m. flight Wednesday morning. By four o'clock Wednesday afternoon, I'm on a Zoom and I literally fell asleep on the Zoom. And everybody felt so sorry for me. They just left me on the Zoom. Sleep. I'm literally, I'm literally like literally crashed out in the Zoom all the way back like this in the chair, just gone. And everybody just, you know, prayed over me and they understood. And, and I had to get everybody's forgiveness later today. But it, 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 this was important. And you're right, 17,000 times. To be specific, people had to vote five times mm-hmm. in two years yep. for Raphael Warnock. Uh, Georgians are thankful they get to exhale mm. from voting every year for something. They get a little break now, thank goodness. Uh, and they've earned it. But but God bless Georgia, uh, God bless all the voters, and God bless all of you who contacted your friends and family in Georgia and got them to get out to vote.
0: You know, I have to tell you that I had uh, uh, Latasha James on uh, a, a, another show um, to 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 talk about uh, the vote, to talk about the energy on the ground, and that's kind of what I want to talk about because I think that. We take for granted those of us who live in, quote unquote, blue states, those of us who live um, in, you know, in kind of democratically protected or so we think protected uh, areas and regions of the country. We take for granted the exhaustion right to your point about this, about the Zoom, the exhaustion that people of Georgia have faced over the last five years. And how the policies have been in put in place purposefully to exhaust the voters. And I, I just wanted you to be able to, you know, share a little bit more about what you heard from people on the ground about the things, the ways that they have been, you know, targeted. Right. Like they, I can't imagine what it must have been like to watch television in Georgia For the last like for the last five years. I mean, this this senatorial race, I believe, was historic in the amount of money that was spent um, on advertising, on targeting uh, the people of Georgia. So I just want to get a sense from you, Mark, about, you know, the the energy of the people there. Right. The resolve and the perseverance. Um, of the people of Georgia, when they are inundated with voter suppression, when they continue to be taxed on year after year?
3: Well, I was there over the weekend and watching TV was not a pleasant experience. Um, So there is an inundation, although I do think Raphael Warnock had the most effective commercials. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, they, they were clear, they were cutting people of all races talking about what was important in the election. And I, and I think that helped him. I mean, it, it, Georgia sh- showed out again, even on Tuesday in, in very respectable numbers. Um, you talked about, you know, the fatigue. I've never really bought into fatigue in politics, but I have now because of Georgia. I mean, you, you know, and, and I remember when two people would talk about Clinton fatigue. Um, wow. I mean it it's a blessing people didn't get warnock fatigue, having to go out and do this all the time every year for the past five years practically uh, uh, for the past two years uh, five times in the past two years, I should say so uh, but I think the the commercials got over on people. I think that now it's time for Georgia see these need be, need to be the next commercials. Now it's time for Georgia to get rid of this primary system it no longer serves the purpose that the white supremacists who set it up wanted it to serve because mm-hmm. we are now empowered to vote it was originally meant to dilute our voting power but now that we've shown the discipline that we have uh it's made a difference as a matter of fact uh, republicans are so stupid if <laughs> the um if there had been no runoff um in the first election with with Ossoff, um, then Ossoff would not be in the Senate, and the Republicans would have a majority. See, because he lost Dan and ran and he wanted to run off. Yep. But they're so stupid they set themselves up for that failure. So So again, these are decisions they make. All decisions they make end up causing losses for them. So maybe we shouldn't complain. Um, we beat back the the red wave, the so called tsunami tsunami, <laughs> the tsunami. Like, forgive me for and, and that never happening. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I I think that this is this is a a turning point, uh, and a major one. And and let me just also say this, if I could, Danielle, and feel free to cut me out because I know I'm talking too much. Um, um but I don't get talking my own show. So when I'm against that Try to, I, you know what I'm saying? When you talk, when you host, you don't talk. You guest talk. So I'm a guest. I get to talk. I'm saying stuff to you. I don't even get time to say on my own show. Um, in This Is The Week, the mm-hmm. week of the runoff was the week of the anniversary of the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Mm-hmm. When was the last time we as a people or any people in America were so disciplined as they were in 1955 to not take the buses for over a year and walk to work. Who, who is going to do that today? What, what, what Americans are going to do something like that so selfless and self-sacrificing for the good of all today? That's a lot to walk to work every day for what yeah. three hundred seventy-five, 300, 380 days. So to put it in, in a relative context, going back out and voting in numbers like this five times to ensure that crazy people aren't seated in the Senate especially Herschel Walker. It, to me, is is reminiscent of the discipline it took. It's not quite the same, but I think in the same objective context it is. Folks ain't going to walk to work every day for over a year now. People we We're not made like that anymore. People aren't built that way. We aren't built for that. But if we can go out in, in all these consecutive times to vote, then that's that's an important thing. And and frankly, Everyone will say that Jesus suffered and died so we don't have to. Those who who suffered during the Montgomery bus boycott, those who died in Selma did so that so we would have to. So the least we can do is do what we did and vote as we did in Georgia during the runoff.
0: Yeah, I mean, amen to that in so many different ways, because when people say, you know, that I don't vote or one side is just as bad as the other, you know, I I get. a a sick pit in my stomach because I do believe, right? And remember every time I vote who died so that I could be able to, to press that button. Right. Like I, 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 I think about that all the time. And that is, you know, that, that's the problem with not teaching history, right. With, with not reminding having constant reminders, having constant anniversaries that lift up the people who did sacrifice their own lives so that yours could be better. Um, so, so I appreciate you, Mark, for lifting that up. The, the last thing I want to say on Georgia is um, Herschel Walker was an embarrassment, was an embarrassment of a candidate, was an embarrassment of so many different things. And I just wanted to ask you, if you think at all, At all, if Republicans will learn anything from trying to prop up, literally prop up this man, because he wasn't on TV by himself, always had his white handlers with him, if they will have learned anything um, from this loss and the kind of candidates that they should be running moving forward.
3: Well, See, even when they lose, they win, because I think they actually get off on demoralizing us and and putting people like that up. So to some extent, you know, they still got something out of that. Um, They are probably more interested at this point because they know it's going to be challenging to continue to win elections with the changing demographics in this country. So they're still interested in, in demoralization and cultural attack. And the preservation of white supremacy, so they still got something out of that. Uh, they got a an, a black man to say out loud he doesn't mind being called a coon. Now I had some white friends call me, and so well, man, we don't know what to say. We this is just we know we don't want to speak out about. It. I, I'm, I'm saying you just said. I'm I'm giving all white folks permission. Then whenever you see somebody call themselves a coon. You have permission to call them out. You know, I say it's one of my friends, what do you mean you don't know what to say? You know what that is. You know what a coon is and how disgraceful that is. Say it. Say something about. It. Call it out. Well, I don't know because I'm not black. No, no, no. You don't have to be black to say that an African American referring to himself and embracing himself as a coon, is a setback and, and something wrong there.
0: That is an understatement.
3: Yeah, so you don't have to debate, you don't have to call me and ask my permission. You know, we we not, hey. Let me say this carefully. We're not like other folks who don't allow others to speak about our experience. Hello, I think you know y'all get that later, uh, and, and there are no consequences <laughs> for standing with us in solidarity with us to say you don't need to call somebody a coon or you don't need to refer yourself as a coon. So, uh, uh, I, I don't know that they learn anything, Danielle. I, th- there's, there's a sickness. That they still get off on saying these things, doing these things, projecting these, and having him running around and saying those types of things. I don't. They're, they're not. I don't think for one minute they're finished. They may ultimately be finished politically. They may ultimately, and, and I, they may know that. I mean, sooner or later, the numbers are going to bear that out. There is yeah. no way that this is going to continue. So let you know they're going to you know grasp it. You know, hold on. What did Charlton Heston say? the, the those who will take a gun from me. Mr. NRA, they have to pry from my cold, dead hands. You know, Mm -hmm. we're going to have to pry whatever. We're going to have to pry from those who ultimately will go to the grave because Father Time is undefeated. But um, I I don't know that they learned a, a, a doggone thing
0: Switching gears with the with the time that we have left, um, you know, it isn't often that I say I, 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 I tweeted this uh, as that platform still stands. But on, you know, it's like a three legged stool. Uh, that. Our celebrations are very far and few between these days, Georgia being a major victory. Uh, for the Senate, for democracy, for true leadership, right? Brittany Griner, after 10 months in a Russian prison, after being sentenced to nine years of hard labor in a Russian penal colony for having empty vape cartridges that other people, mind you, in Russia have just been deported for. Right? Um, Used as a political tool in this geopolitical warfare that has been going on between the United States and Russia for quite some time, as Russia is in the midst of war in Ukraine, has finally been released and been traded for uh, a Russian prisoner. I woke up to that news, Mark, and was in tears because as a Black queer woman, My heart was breaking for Brittany to be held prisoner in a known homophobic, abusive country. We know how little we think about black people in this country and their worth. So the idea that our government would actually fight for her release. I want to get your reactions to to this news.
3: It is great news. In fact, I will put it this way. Hang all the mistletoe, Brittany Griner's coming home this Christmas. It, it's, yeah. it's 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 beautiful, it's touching. Um, and a lot of hard work went into mm-hmm. this. And, and I'm gonna say something else that might sound controversial. Some people are getting credit and taking credit for this, but it was a lot of folk, including some of you who are our listeners, who join us in these prayer vigils. Mm-hmm. Um to 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 bring her home um <laughs> some represented that um some of the things we were preparing to do go out in the streets have more privilege which really all it was the plan We've, we were planning to be in the streets more to be at the we we had prayer visuals at the russian embassy and the russian consulate we were going to do more um and then some folks whoa oh! Don't do that because that's going to upset the White House and the White House is going to look bad and that. But Malcolm said, by any means necessary. The very um, assertion that there were those of us who might do that made the White House get up and act. So it worked. So um, I want to commend those who were involved in all those, all those efforts. Victoria mm-hmm. Kirby York um, at the National Black. Ah, Justice Coalition, one of our LGBT great LGBT organizations, Angela Rye, Tamika Mallory, um, Reverend Doctor Barber, uh, so many who were involved in that process uh, that that kind of moved the White House to do something. Uh, it, it's high time she come home. Um, I'm 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 grateful. I'm overjoyed as well. It makes me emotional too. Um. Because the thought of that sister in that condition um, was absolutely horrifying, and we've yet to learn exactly how she was treated. I was on a call earlier today, and even some of the government officials are going to give her uh, the space and the support to decide when she wants to share. Yeah, what her experience was. So, um, uh, I, I'm I'm glad that she's home and we all should celebrate this. It's, it's been from the runoff to Brittany Griner. We'll, we'll remember the, the week when all of that happened as one of the, the, the greatest weeks in our time.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and I will say that I, I cannot imagine um, what she was put through for those 10 long months, but my heart rests easy that, her healing, which will probably be lifelong, um emotional, mental, physical healing um, can begin uh as 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 she makes her way back home to her wife, uh, and to her family, to her friends, to her teammates, um, and to to the community, as you said, Mark, that has lifted her up in prayer, in coverage for the last 10 months brought attention where without that attention, who knows uh, what her fate um, would have been. And I think that it's really important for people to recognize, you know, sometimes we say that if the only action that you can do is to share something, to share a photo, to share some information, that all of us have a voice and have a platform, whether it's for five people or five million people. And I I don't want to downplay the fact that you know, images of her, articles of her, you know, t-shirts, all of these things were made and done to continue to have her name be said so that she wouldn't be erased and that she wouldn't be forgotten, um, that those things are powerful. You know, we, we, we all don't, um, uh, march. We all can't afford to give money. Um, but understand that lifting her name up and her presence up is what also played a part um, in in having her en route home. Um, Mark, last question for you. You know, as we get ready to turn the page on this year and go into 2023, um, you know, what what message do do you want to send to people who, again, this has been a weary year, Right. We're we're hopefully going to be ending on these on these high notes. But it's been a weary, long year that has tested uh, so many parts of our country, our democracy, our wherewithal. Um, And so what do what do what message do you want to leave for folks as they prepare to close out this year and begin anew in 2023?
3: Well, as the scripture says, let us not grow weary in well-doing. Danielle, for a new season, season we shall reap. If we don't lose heart, uh, that has borne true in our experience in 2022. Um, we didn't give up. We didn't give up, and and we stopped the the juggernaut that was predicted from the mm-hmm. right wing. We stopped it, and they may have a, a majority, air quote, <laughs> in the house but it's a very slim one. And if someone sneezes, that majority might be gone overnight. Uh Um, We've held the Senate. We gained governorships. None of this has happened. Um, No incumbent uh, has held president, has uh, held the Senate in the midterms this way since 1962. No incumbent president has gained governorships this way since the 30s, since Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. So this is the reward, folks, for eternal vigilance, for not growing weary. We have reaped uh, the harvest. And so we should use this and be energized by this to go forward. Let's make voting up and down the ballot, throughout the ballot, Mm -hmm. second nature, just second nature. Just make that the absolute priority in all we do. And once this becomes second nature, we won't even realize it's like blinking our eyes. We won't even realize we're doing it. And we will vanquish those who would continue to disenfranchise us, that would continue to take away our bodily autonomy, that would continue to discriminate against us on the basis of race or gender or sexual orientation, that would bring harm to our loved ones, that would to, that would allow those who our law enforcement officers to continue to lynch us and to subjugate those who are immigrants to all types of harsh treatment. When we do that, we will continue to win. So folks, celebrate now what we've done, but remind yourselves that it happened because of you and because none of us grew weary
0: Reverend Mark Thompson, thank you so much for making time for us all year long in our in our monthly conversations. I tell you that I have deeply appreciate appreciated them. I look forward to continued conversations into 2023. And I wish you a happy, healthy new year if I don't get to speak to you on air before then.
3: Well well, all of you and your entire audience, the woke AF audience, may God bless you all. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, whatever holiday you celebrate, may may all the peace and joy be yours. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand and above all,